0: So synthetic fragrances can actually really hurt your your endocrine system, and your endocrine system is in charge of a lot of things in your body. But if you have young children, it's especially important.
1: Welcome to Minding Bliss, the podcast where we embark on a journey to unlock the incredible potential of your mindset. Join me as I dive deep into the profound impact your mindset has on your path as a mompreneur. I'm your host, Jessica, a passionate and dedicated mindset and habits coach, and I am here to to guide you on a transformative path where your mindset, habits, and goals merge to help you create a blissful life. Each week, we'll explore powerful strategies, inspiring stories, and expert insights to help you conquer your mindset, overcome obstacles, and thrive in both your business and motherhood. Whether you're a mompreneur juggling all the demands of family and entrepreneurship, or seeking personal growth, this is the place for you. Get ready to transform your mindset, find the motivation that you need, and take action to create the results that you want. So grab your favorite drink, find a cozy spot and let's get started on this incredible journey together. Welcome to Minding Bliss. Hey mama, welcome to another episode of Minding Bliss. Today we have the honor of hearing from Melissa Kohler. She's a small business strategist who is passionate about helping women build a business they can be proud of. What started as a career as a professional photographer has blossomed into the creation of several brands and businesses and a passion for teaching others how to get started without feeling alone and overwhelmed. Through her very own podcast, The Melissa Kohler Show, online courses and one-on-one coaching, she helps women run successful businesses with joy, from discovering your passions to learning how to turn them into profit. Melissa is the person to help you unlock it all. So without further ado, let's welcome Melissa. Well, Melissa, thank you so much for being here. I'm really stoked to learn more about you and for my audience to not only hear your story, but to gain so much value out of what you have to offer because it's going to be so good. So thank you. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So I know that you have been through a low-tox living journey for a few years now after discovering some health issues. So, to kick things off, can you share with us how your journey into low tox living began and how it intertwines with your role as an entrepreneur?
0: Yes, absolutely. So, I get really excited when I talk about this. So, I may rabbit trail. So, forgive me if I do that. Okay. So, I actually started learning a little bit more about low tox, no tox living about 10 years ago. And I, I had an idea of it before, but didn't really understand what it could do in my life until until I became aware of like all of the different fragrances and chemicals that are around us all day, every day. And then I started thinking, oh my gosh, well, my kids are around all these things all day, every day. And, you know, as moms, we do our best to provide the best foods that we can. And I mean, help them get the best sleep that they, that they can. And I mean, we are the gatekeepers of our homes and, and what it was like the calendar managers, we, we manage all of those things. And so when I started learning about that, I was like, oh my gosh, I should probably start really understanding this a little bit more. And so, so I did. So we, the first thing that we started doing was really just um, taking all of the fragrances out. And when I mean, when I say fragrance, I mean, you've probably heard this or seen this all over, like yeah. fragrance, in and of itself, isn't bad unless it's like a synthetic fragrance. And so synthetic fragrances can actually really hurt your your endocrine system. And your endocrine system is in charge of a lot of things in your body. But if you have young children, it's especially important when they're developing even through puberty, because your endocrine system helps to support lots of things in your body, especially your thyroid and your adrenals. And so when I was younger, my grandparents did a lot of um, like helped raise me, I should say. And my, I remember hearing my grandparents say that they were on different types of thyroid medication. And so in my mind, I thought, well, thyroid, thyroid is stuff for old people. I don't have to worry about that. I don't have to think about any of that. And so even, even when I started learning about how a lot of things could affect my thyroid. I did not pay attention to it. I'll be honest with you. I did not because I was like, well, this is not going to affect me. I'm, I'm young. Yeah, that makes sense. So fast forward, um, to two years ago, actually. Yeah. Two years ago, next month. So I had, I am, I am 44 and I had gone into my doctor because I was like, you know, I, I really honestly was like, I haven't gotten my blood work done in a while. I feel like I'm tired, but I've run multiple businesses and I have three kids and I just live a life. It's probably that it's probably that. And so I, I went in and I, you know, she asked me all my, all the different questions. And she said, you know, let's get some blood work done just to try to rule out some things and maybe get some answers. And I went in to that appointment not having any idea that I was going to be diagnosed with an autoimmune disease. It's called Hashimoto's. And I cried because when you don't understand these things, it's scary. Of course. And I, you know, it's, it's a, it's basically, it's an autoimmune disease of hypothyroidism. And I was like, well, but I'm young, I'm young. Yeah. And so she started to to tell me, you know, it can affect anybody at any time, but a lot of times it can be hereditary. Uh, I, to my knowledge, I don't have any of that in my in my family, but so not to say I don't. But also, what I was doing, I, so I started going down the rabbit hole of research, which is can can be good or bad. It just depends on how you look at it. Yeah. <laughs> and and I realized, or I started to learn that autoimmune diseases can lay dormant in your body really for your whole life, and. A lot of times can appear when a big event happens, such as giving birth to a child, getting married, having a death in the family, moving, Um, something really stressful can sometimes spark these things in your body to present themselves. Now, I don't know if that is what happened, but if I were to guess, and if my doctor and I were to sit back and go back in time, she would say that I probably started presenting with hypothyroid symptoms about seven years ago and so i looked back and i was like well that's when we moved to bend and i was like oh my gosh did i do this to myself i don't know you know so you start you start thinking all of these things and and what really at the end of the day when you are presented with any kind of diagnosis just hearing hearing what your doctor has to say and then Doing whatever research you feel is going to help you understand that better, and I tend to over research things, and I know that about myself. And I realized the when I when I started to do that, it wasn't helpful. It actually was hurting me. And I started making little baby steps in my life to to just make it a, a part of my life. Not like this wasn't this wasn't me. It, and, and I think at the time when I got diagnosed, I was like, well, this is, this is my identity. Now it's just, everyone's going to know. And, and that's what we tend to do is like, everyone thinks when you have a zit on your forehead, you think everyone, that's the first thing that everyone sees. And that's kind of where I was at with Hashimoto's is like, everyone's going to know this. And I don't want to take, I don't want people to take pity on me. And, and really at the end of the day, the more I researched, the more I found that So many people have Hashimoto's it's, it's a lot more common. And so I was like, okay, I can do this. But now that I know what this is and that it's a lot more common and it doesn't have to define me, how can I help other people, um, just be more aware of things that they can do to take care of themselves better. And I, you know, it's funny because I've been in a health and wellness company for over 10 years. So I thought I was already doing that, but. I guess I wasn't, like specifically wasn't for my thyroid. And so now I talk to my children. If if the only thing that happens from this diagnosis is that I can help my children be aware of their bodies better, then, then that's fine. I will take this all day, any day for them. Because like I said at the beginning, I thought thyroid stuff was for old people, but it's not. So anyway, synthetic fragrances was like, the first thing to go when I first started my wellness journey 10 years ago, but when I learned about hype, like the hypothyroidism and, and thyroid in general, I really became even more aware of take that out because that damages your thyroid. And I mean, who knows? I grew up in this, like the eighties, nineties, I don't know I have idea what I was exposed to and That's the thing too. Is like, we can live the healthiest lifestyle that we possibly can, but we have external for like things around us everywhere that we don't have control over. So
1: like there's only so much you can do.
0: Yes. So what can you control? I can control the things that are in my house. I can control the things I put into my body. And when I first, so my doctor told me I had to cut out gluten and dairy. And I, I just about like had a conniption fit because I don't eat cheese, but I like butter and I love bread. And so I'll be... Super honest with you, like you didn't ask me this, but I'm gonna tell you because if anybody's listening and they hear it and they're like, oh my gosh, me too. I just want them to know that they're not alone. So I cut out gluten and dairy for an entire year. And that entire year was miserable for me. I didn't feel much better in my body. I thought I was gonna, I thought I was gonna drop the pounds. I thought I was gonna just feel better. And I'm not saying that I didn't feel better a little bit, but what i told my husband was it's either going to be i'm going to either going to feel mentally like awful or physically awful and I chose to add a little bit of gluten and dairy back into my diet. Now, no, I did not tell my doctor that I did that, but I'm pretty sure she can probably tell from my blood work because now he's like seeing your blood work. Yep. You've been having bread. (laughs) Yeah. She's probably like, okay, but obviously it's not enough to be significant where she has to say, Hey, knock it off. Um, And to be honest with you, I don't indulge like a ton. It's just for me, that whole year of not having gluten or dairy, I was so strict. And I felt like I was like, you know, when you go out to dinner with people and they're like, well, I can't have this and this and this and this and this and this. And they'd like eat like a piece of cardboard. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt. I mean, that's dramatic, but that's how (laughs) I felt. And I was like, I don't for especially for for special occasions, I want to be able to to partake in some things. And absolutely. So I did. Now I don't recommend people not listen to their doctor. That's not what I'm saying is I'm saying like, I had to do what I knew was best for my sanity. Again, yeah. could it be hurting me? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I really don't know. I don't feel bad, but yeah, I'm doing a lot of other things that I know are really good for, for me. And and my body and um, helping to support my children as well. Absolutely.
1: Wow. I'm just so, as I was listening to you, I was like, that is so hard yet so amazing how you've been able to go through it and all the different emotions and thoughts that you've had to deal with. Because I feel like when you get diagnosed with something, it's almost like you have to go through the grieving process. You almost want to deny it at first. Like, no, that's, I, I can't, I can't be going through this. Right. Right. And then eventually you accept it, but you have to grieve. And as you were talking, I was just thinking back. um, So my mom, she had gotten diagnosed with ovarian cancer. And when you think of cancer, you think death. I mean, at least that's what we did, right? Like cancer equals death. And it was so hard. This was back in 2016 when she had gotten diagnosed. And so And I feel like she was pretty healthy her whole life. And as you were talking and saying how you started thinking back, wow, was this seven years ago when we moved? Same thing. My mom started thinking back on, okay, wow, did this happen because these experiences that I went through? Like you start thinking you want answers, right? That's what you want. You want answers and you try to come up with all the, okay, it could have been this. It could have been this. What do I avoid? What do I do? And It's hard, like whatever, whatever you get diagnosed with, it's not going to be easy. And the fact that now you have to change some things and turn it into a new lifestyle, it's a new journey, it can be a new challenge. And it's about learning what works for you and what doesn't. And I know that you mentioned some swaps that you did. I would love for you to explain what exactly I guess you mean by some simple swaps that you did. And what were some of those swaps besides fragrances that you were able to make in your life and you saw an impact?
0: Okay, so number one was sleep. I know that's not a swap, but it was something that I became way more aware of because As a parent, you, when your kid goes to bed, a lot of times it's later in the evening and you only have a little bit of time to get whatever you want to do or watch whatever show you want. And, and I noticed like, I wasn't being very good about boundaries with myself that way. I'm very good in my businesses, but boundaries like that, I was like, ah, no, it's fine. It's fine. And I know it's funny when we were getting married, my, my grandma told my husband that she, you, you know, she. She's got to have at least eight hours of sleep. Otherwise, she's not very nice to be around. And I know that about myself, but as you get older, I'm like, well, I got this. I can make this happen. And nope. So sleep, 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 sleep. And then water intake, like good, actual filtered water. I mean, there's that's a whole nother thing that you can go down the rabbit hole with. But I'm just gonna say. Good filtered water and making sure that you're drinking it all day long. Now I, I have this and I try to fill that up a couple of times. Am I good every day? No, but I try. I do. It's there for me to drink. And, Cause I, I know that when I don't drink the water, I feel like, I don't know, is it it's like creaky and don't have the right energy. So those are two big things and then good nutrition. So trying your best stay away from refined sugars now do I like chocolate? Yes. Do I eat it? Yes. Um, But is that like an all day, every day thing? No. And I just try to make, to make better choices so that I can feed my body the best energy that I can. And then taking out candles in your house. So that, was the hardest thing for me because I eh, I was like the biggest candle person ever. There are some better candles on the market, like paraben free and soy. There's there's some really good ones out there. So what I did is I went on Amazon and I got like the wickless, flickery candles. Oh yeah. And then I have diffusers all over my home. So I now consider myself a diffuser mixologist. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> because I have spent a lot of time figuring out how to make these blends that I used to like with the candles to make them smell in my house. And so that's what I do. So I have diffusers and then those pretty wickless, flameless, that's what it is, flameless candles. And, and, you know, people can go and do their own research on benefits of not using candles in your home, but it's sadly very significant when you take them out. And then simple swaps would be like dye-free and fragrance-free laundry soap. Um, the same dye-free, fragrance-free, like synthetic fragrance, I should say. Cleaner. And like, so use a plant-based, I would recommend a plant-based cleaner for and a plant-based laundry soap. And then I also use plant-based dish soap. So that's something that a lot of people forget is make sure that your dish soap is non-toxic because you're washing and you're in your dishwasher <laughs> detergent. That's the other hard the hard thing too is like and then finding the right ones that work best for your appliances and your family because that goes over everything that you eat and there's residue that stays on your dishes. Again, I you know one, once you learn these things you you can't I wish I didn't know. Sometimes I'm like, I wish I didn't know. Right. But now I, now that I do, those are certain, just, those are easy things to swap out. Easy. Plant-based cleaner, plant-based laundry soap, plant-based dish soap, and then plant-based, I would say um, dishwasher soap, and then diffusers. Like those are simple, easy swaps. You're going to buy those things anyway. Make sure that you're doing the buying with stuff that's non-toxic. Yeah. Those
1: are so good. And, you know, as I was thinking about it, I'm like, I know what you mean about like, man, I wish I didn't know because yeah, same. Like when my mom went through all that, she started telling me all these things. I'm like, cool. Now I got to, you know, swap all these things. And in the beginning, it can almost feel overwhelming. Like, oh my gosh, then yeah. Then how do I live my life? There's only, like I said, there's only so much to do. But I love that you call them simple swaps. It can be super simple and start small. Little by little, you're going to start recognizing like, ooh, that hand soap, maybe I shouldn't be maybe using that. Let's swap it. Or body soap, shampoo, like all these things that we use on a daily basis. And thank goodness, honestly, in the time that we live in. Because I feel like maybe 20 years ago, we didn't have this information. Or maybe it was out there, but we didn't have the internet. And so it wasn't so... Uh, Up in our face. But I feel like nowadays, healthy living, non toxic living is being promoted a lot more. And, you know, the saying of you don't know what you don't know, now we're becoming aware. And it's true. Once you become aware, you can't go against it because you know the effects, the negative effects that it will have on your, you know, your personal health, but specifically your children and your family. And so, I love that you mentioned, you know, start simple, start small and start yes. within your house because that's what you can control.
0: And once you start swapping those things out too, I was going to say this and I totally forgot, but as you were talking, I was like, oh my gosh, I should probably say this. Yeah, please. So once you start swapping them out, you're going to notice how sensitive you become to the smells that you, like you. Used every day before I could use those tied, uh the 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 like the pops? No, it was downy. Oh the yeah, yeah, yeah. The fabric softener thingies, and okay. now I cannot, I get a headache now. So my cleaning lady, the only thing that I will allow her to use that is not natural is bleach in our bathroom. And then I have to open all the windows yeah. because I get a headache. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Even go walk down the aisle at Target. You're like, Whoa, was it always like this? It's crazy. Yeah, it really is. It really is. I remember
1: a few years ago, our doctor had told my husband and I that we needed to just quit sugar because that was affecting our health. And so I went cold turkey. The doctor said, if you continue eating this way, unhealthy and eating sugar and blah, 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 that's going to lead to diabetes. And that's all he had to say for me to be like, okay. We're not having any more sugar. And at this time we we didn't have any kids. And so I'm like, I will not be the reason why our kids have diabetes. So I remember we got home that day and we just threw everything that had sugar. And then the question comes, Well, what do you eat then? Because everything has sugar. Pasta sauces have sugar. Bread, whole wheat bread has sugar, right? And so he had told us like anything that's four grams or less, you can have. Anyways, life is different now, but I remember once we were done, and I'm like using quotation marks because we were done with sugar, you know, we would have it in very, very moderate. Anytime that we would have like a celebration that was like our exception to having sugar, like a dessert or something, it was so sweet. Like it was too sweet. A cheesecake, a brownie, just yogurt, like anything. It was like, ugh, like is this how it's always been? Like it, it's it's almost like we became so sensitive to those particles or just those flavors. And so I totally understand what you mean that now you get a headache when you smell those odors. And it's so funny how that works. But I guess it's good because now you don't indulge in desserts or you don't indulge in these odors or these fragrances that were harmful but you didn't know in the beginning. Yeah. It's crazy. So interesting. Gosh, so many light bulbs right now. <laughs> um that kind of takes me to another question that I wanted to ask you. And this is about your learning and growth along your way through your journey and that is could you elaborate on some of the key insights and le- lessons that you gained during your journey towards low tox living
0: yes so insights of man like it like we've said over and over like you don't know what you don't know but then when you do you can't unlearn it because there's you know, so many things that you want to avoid either doing for yourself or your family. But here's the other thing is a lot of people will get overwhelmed when they start going down this journey, whether it's with food or taking out chemicals in your home or fragrance in your home. It is overwhelming. So doing it little by little is going to be the best thing for your sanity and your wallet. But also like giving yourself grace. Like there's times now where, I mean, do I use 100% clean makeup? No. But that's a choice that I get to make. And and that that's basically what I'm trying to say is you have control over a lot of things in your life. Actually, most things in your life. And yeah. Um that's why I say low tox because I still drink wine and I like to eat at Chick-fil-A. And would those things be considered healthy? No, but in, you know, in moderation, they're fine. And, but the things that you can do every day, like the cleaners and the fragrances, those are two things that will make a significant impact in your health and your family's health. If you can switch those things out, the rest of the stuff, baby step that. And make sure that you're researching the companies and what they're putting in the products because there's a lot of what's called greenwashing out there. And you can you can Google that if you want. But basically, what it is is there are companies out there that claim to be clean. And when you go into like actually look into their ingredients, they're not. And they, I mean, it, yeah, it is what it is. It's just part of part of life. But that's why knowing the company and what They put into them is really really important, but baby step it. It doesn't need you don't need to like like you said when you learned about you you shouldn't have sugar. You go home and you clean out your pantry. Yeah, that might work for some people, but I would say the majority of people are gonna freak out. Yeah, if they have to go and take everything out underneath their sink. Oh yeah, and so. One thing at a time, if it's the cleaner, start with the cleaner and use that for a little bit and then move on to the laundry soap and then move on to the dish soap and toothpaste and and dishwasher and the hand soap. Like It doesn't have to be all at once. And again, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. The the beauty of this is, is that when you start to understand and learn these things, you can then make the choices of I'm choosing to consume this or put this on my body or not. And yeah. that's like, there's no shame in that. Like we're all living our lives the best that we can.
1: Exactly. But
0: the more, you know, the more you're probably going to make those choices of not putting the more harmful things either on your body or in your body.
1: Exactly. And I love that you said
0: that because it's about doing these things guilt-free. There is no
1: shame. Just become educated, learn about this, and then make your choices. Will there be a lot of trial and error? Absolutely. Yes. But it's about the journey. It's about learning. And honestly, I just feel like it's not realistic to, like you said, go no toxic. I'm sorry. In the life, in the world that we live in, that's just impossible. You can't live zero toxic. You can't. There will be some extent, but it's about living guiltless not feeling any shame for that and just understanding you know what i enjoy this chocolate bar and i'm going to have it and maybe i'm going to accompany that with some protein and then maybe go on a walk but it's not about oh i better earn this chocolate or i better earn this fragrance it's not about that it's it's a new lifestyle and if we're being honest if you're going to go cold turkey, you know, like I did, or if other people do that, sometimes it may work. And I think that's fantastic. But how long will you live that way? Is it sustainable? Because it's a lifestyle. It's not just okay I will go cold turkey for an entire month and awesome you did it but if you go back to those old habits to those negative products or food or whatever it is then it's going to derail that progress it's going to affect you maybe even more than what it was before and so you you just stated that so beautifully because it's about balance and no balance is not going to be perfect it's just being human it's just learning and it's just trying also I wanted to say one thing from a while ago when you talked about sleep okay that is so good because I feel like every mompreneur can relate to that because I I feel like when you get any chance to work on your business you will take that chance if your baby's asleep at night or taking a nap and this is your time that you should be resting. Mm, m- uh, most moms don't do that. I mean, that's been me for sure. But then do I function well the next day? No, I don't. And so it's just a cycle that is so harmful that you don't really, I guess, realize how much it affects you until it does. And um, I really believe that your business will go as far as your health. So I, you, you got to take care of your health. And I... I, I just love that you pointed that out because I don't think sleep is something that many of us see as essential for our health. And it, it really is.
0: Yeah, it's not a luxury, it's a necessity.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Oh my goodness, oh, that was so good. So I wanna take you to the other question, which is as a small business strategist, you support women in building successful businesses, which I absolutely love. How does your personal journey in wellness and low-tox living intersect
0: with your professional role? Okay. So about maybe six years ago, I started establishing boundaries, very, very hardcore in my business. Because prior to that, I've been an entrepreneur for over 22 years and I just have done, I've done a lot of things and I've done them well and I've done them not well. And one of the things that was missing was boundaries because I was in that, that mentality of, if I don't answer back right away, I'm going to lose that client or, you know, they're going to think I don't care about them or all the things I told myself. And then once I started implementing the boundaries, which was for me, it was starting at a certain time and ending at a certain time and then not answering any messages that I got outside of those working hours. It was really difficult to do that, really, really difficult to do that. But once I actually committed and and stayed to that promise that I made to myself, I realized how much more freedom that I actually gave myself and how I was honoring my business hours and honoring myself. And I was then teaching other women that they can do that too. And like the world's not going to fall apart. If you don't answer this, this question or this email right away, people will survive. I promise you. And when you start doing little things like that, so for me, it was boundaries and how I implement that in my business still is I, I get, I try the best I can to get the good sleep so that I can perform at my optimal performance for my family, for my, for my people, for my businesses, for myself. And then I, I, I mean, I showed you, I'm, I'm holding up a, a thing of water. I have my water by my side to try to make sure that I'm staying hydrated. And I will then take also breaks during a couple of times, actually during the day to breathe because Oh, have you noticed when you're at your computer, a lot of times you're like, when was the last time I took a deep breath <laughs> and getting up and moving your body? That's actually one of the harder things for me. If I'm being honest, I have to make a very conscious effort of doing that because my kids are at school. I don't have the distractions. Most of the time of mom, can you make me this yeah. mom? I need this blah, 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 blah. It's I get to be at my desk on my computer for my working hours. And do I get up Ooh, sometimes? So I have to set timers, set timers on my phone. And then when I work with other women too, I will be very transparent with them to tell them, these are the things that I did wrong. And I don't want that for you. So this is what we've got to work on. Mental health, personal development, getting this good sleep, getting good nutrition and water. That doesn't take any money. That doesn't, that's nothing. You have all of that at your fingertips already. It's just- being more aware of it because if you don't do that I'm not saying you're going to get an autoimmune disease but I wish that I wish that I had had someone 10 years ago yeah. 12 years ago come at me and say you really should pay attention to these things because if you don't there's a possibility of these things that could happen wow. I was never aware of autoimmune disorders I mean I'd heard them before but I wasn't as aware as I am now and I wish that someone had told me like these are things that you could happen if you are stressed and if you have a big life event to come into your life so had i known that i maybe i would have taken more care of myself maybe i wouldn't have pushed in different areas of my businesses or my life maybe i would have said it's okay for you to rest and if if that's the only thing that someone hears today, then I have done my work. Everybody that's listening is a mompreneur. So we have, our businesses are like another extension of our children. We love our businesses. We love our family, but if we cannot show up for our family or our businesses, because we have neglected our health, like you said, then what, what's the point of this?
1: Absolutely. And I love that you were saying all of that because, oh my gosh, like I resonate with everything every single thing. And, you know, I'm compared to you, I'm a baby in business. I just started my business three years ago. And I'm a new mom. And that a different experience being um, an entrepreneur, not being a mother, and then becoming a mother and being an entrepreneur, and navigating that and trying to figure out like, how do I do it? Like how my baby needs me He's my priority. I'm also my priority, but my business is as well. And I have all these goals, all these ambitious, all ambitions, all these things that I want to achieve. It almost, but it almost seems so far away because my energy needs to be somewhere else. And I remember telling my husband, and this was actually this just happened. Um, I was launching my program, one on one coaching program last month, I believe, and I was working so hard, day and night. It was literally midnight, and I was on my computer, but I knew in my mind i'm like i shouldn't be here i shouldn't be doing this right now but i'm like no i gotta get it done i gotta grind i gotta do this because it'll it'll pay off and i'm not even joking i literally did a post mm, a couple weeks ago and i mid-launch i literally felt like i just hit a wall and i was like i can't do this right now what's the point of me pushing 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 when i'm teaching these mothers to find balance to take care of themselves, to have control of their, over their mindset. And right now, this week I'm struggling hard this week it's not I'm not living what I'm preaching and I can't do that and yes I understand that we all go through that and I understand imposter syndrome creeps in sometimes but it wasn't that it wasn't that and I know when you launch it can be nerve-wracking and it can be exciting but it wasn't that I almost felt like I was going against everything that I believed in and I was telling my husband I'm like what's the point of me pushing hard cool I just helped these mothers yet I am sick I didn't take care of myself have all this money and for what? So that I don't even enjoy it. And so while it may and it was hard, and I literally stopped my launch mid-launch, and I said, "I'm sorry, like I can't do this right now. I need to take a step back, and I need to, I'm reevaluating my values. Like I preach so much, and I say that often. You have to go through your values and reevaluate your priorities every three months, maybe even sooner, because things change, especially with littles. So my newborn, then he's three months, six months." life is different. Now he's a year and a half. Life is different than when he was a newborn. He requires, I mean, he's always required my attention, of course, but right now he's walking, getting into things and my eyes are on him like 24 seven. And so I totally understand taking care of yourself. Oh my gosh. Like this is something that I preach so much, which is why I decided, nope, I am taking my own advice, even when it's so hard and it's almost embarrassing to have to show up and say, I'm sorry, like I can't I can't do this because I need to apply what I'm telling you to do. But it's a game changer. I can't even tell you how happy I've been for the last like couple weeks. Like I've just reconnected with myself again. I didn't even give a timeline when I was gonna be launching again. I don't even have a timeline right now. My focus right now is taking care of myself, hitting my fitness, my health goals and my baby obviously in my marriage and I'm doing things behind the scenes where I'm like podcasting, like this is my passion. It fills me so much connecting and interviewing and coming out of these interviews. Like, Oh, like I just have life. It's so good. And like I said, I am so happy because I had to do something uncomfortable, but it, it all worked out. What you said just resonated on so many levels. And it's so amazing to see that you're 22 years in your business and you're thriving. I'm like, oof, okay. I still got like, i still got a few years ahead of me that I can, I can take things slow.
0: (laughs) You can. And I just want to say, I commend you for, first of all, recognizing that you needed that for yourself and then following through with it. Now you have just shown all of the women that follow you that if they run, if they are listening to their intuition, if they're listening to their bodies, that it's okay to do that. Now, yes, are there going to be seasons in our businesses and our motherhood that require a little bit more push and go? Yeah, sure, for sure. But when you are sacrificing your health or your mental health for that, that will actually not be able to be a sustainable business long-term. You have to have that joy. And if you like, like what you did, you put pause. It's just a pause. Yep. It's not a stop. It's a pause. And look at, look at the permission slip that you gave all of those other women. That is an incredible gift.
1: That's so true. And, and that's exactly how I saw it. And I see it. It's a pause. I'm not giving up. I really genuinely don't feel like I'm giving up. I literally hit the pause button. Don't know for how long, but it just feels good. And I feel so in alignment with that. And I always tell mompreneurs and I always, I'm such a big advocate for, you can change your mind as often as you need to. And you don't need to give permission or ask for permission, sorry. You don't need to ask for permission. You don't need to give a reason to. You just got to do what feels right. And And I love that you're talking about your journey and your experience in this low toxic living and as an entrepreneur and as a mother because i feel like as mothers we go through all these different changes in our bodies and around and we're taking care of everyone and that's what we do we love to nurture we love to be the one who calls the shots but that can take a toll on us if we don't take care of ourselves and so like you said giving ourselves permission it's almost like we're giving other women permission to do that for themselves and not only for themselves, but for their business or children, everyone. Yes. Wow. Oh, this is so good. I'm seriously coming out of this interview. Woo! I'm on like cloud nine. This is so amazing. <laughs> and I, I want to ask you one last question. I know that wellness can sometimes feel overwhelmed, especially for busy moms who are trying to balance entrepreneurship and motherhood and all the things in between. So what's one piece of actionable advice or a first step that you'd recommend to mompreneurs who want to start on their low-tox living
0: journey, but might not know where to start exactly? Well, I mean, the low-tox or no-tox I was gonna say start with the sleep in the water for sure because those are easy things. But your household cleaner is going to be the first step. Just do that, and in, if you're already using a good plant-based cleaner, take out the candles and replace that with some diffusers. Those will be two two huge huge things that you will like. You will not even recognize sometimes like the atmosphere of your home once you change that out and give it like a good it may happen right away but I would say like a week or two and then you could even just to see introduce candles or the cleaner that you were using back in and just see what happens
1: yeah I love that because it's almost like really just that like it's that simple but yeah I feel like we don't sometimes we don't recognize how much power the small and simple things have in our lives. But holy cow, like you said, give it a week or two, or maybe even give it longer, or maybe it won't take as long. But something so small it might not. Yeah, it's like the domino effect, right? It's like you start with the dish. soap, then maybe a month from now, you like your whole house is almost transformed. And it's little by little. Yeah. And I love that. Because like we talked about, it can feel overwhelming, especially when you're trying to, you're always trying to do your best right you're such a go-getter and you are into bettering yourself every single day that you want to go all out i mean i know that's me i just want to go all in all out so intense but if you want it to be sustainable just start small start small and i love the water intake every single day just having your water bottle if you have it with you like we do right now you're bound to just drink even if you sit and be like every five seconds or not five seconds like 10 minutes a little sip.
0: Yeah, every, every little bit yeah
1: oh my gosh this was so good i could go on and on about this topic because i'm 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 also so passionate about and I can relate to so many things that you're saying. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. But this would be a super long episode. <laughs> that's okay. So we'll cut it here. But before we go, where can these mamas connect with you and learn more about you and what you have to offer?
0: I hang out the most on Instagram. My Instagram handle is M Kohler. It's K-O-E-H-L-E-R. And on my website, Melissa
1: Awesome. I will go ahead and add those links in the show notes so that mamas can connect with you. But Melissa, thank you so much for taking this time on this day. It's Halloween actually, but this will be posted in a few weeks. But I am so excited to connect with you. Thank you for providing so much value for sharing your journey and your experience. I want to say thank you. Thank you so
0: much. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. And until next week. Thank you for tuning
1: into another empowering episode of Minding Bliss. I hope you found inspiration and practice practical steps and strategies to elevate your mindset and navigate the joys and challenges of mompreneurship. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an opportunity to feel your growth and transformation. And hey mama, you know, sharing is caring. So feel free to share this podcast with other mompreneurs who could use a dose of inspiration in their day. Also, I would love to hear from you. What was your biggest takeaway? Send me a personal message to my Instagram at empowering period mompreneurs and let me know. Now. Before I go, please remember this one thing. You have the power within you to create a life of bliss. It all starts with the transformative power of your mind. Keep believing in yourself, taking inspiring action every single day, and embrace the journey. Until next time, mama, keep thriving, keep shining, and keep minding bliss.